<laughs> Good evening, everybody. We are live here on the YouTubes. Thanks All for being here with us tonight. Uh, we're we're starting a set of hands down. We're a little bit late. We tried to hold up for Joe Colton, who is having some technical problems. We will add her when she becomes available. But I'm Mike Irizarry. Joining me tonight, you can see him, uh, the face that launched a, a thousand <laughs> ships. It's the honcho, Mark Weber. The face that runs the place, right? I like that. Something like that. I don't know. Look at that. I, and and who got promoted this week? You're the honcho. Well, no, I'm, I'm up from the basement. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, I mean, that goes without saying. Just figured, to be on, on the main floor. It's like, uh, I figure it was like night court, you know, 50 bucks in time served. <laughs> it was, I got to tell you what, man, it's hard to do a podcast from like a three-quarter uh, laying down position and balancing the laptop on the futon in the basement. That wasn't good. And you could tell with the one time I tried to adjust the laptop is when I popped the headphone USB out the side and it made me rage quit on, on my own show. Like, whoa, how'd that happen? Luckily I, uh, I got back and no one seemed to take it personal. <laughs> the first time anyway, everybody gets one for free. Well, well, now now it's something I can do. It's like a trick. It's like if you tried to do a handstand and, and pulled it off for a minute, you're like, wow, I can try that at parties. So, <laughs> so just you know, just y'all should know that, that that's in the arsenal now. So be careful out there. You know, say say the wrong thing, and I could be out of five thousand, like you wouldn't know. Pulling that cord. <laughs> that's it. Don't make me. <sighs> People will probably be, people be trying to do it, right? That'll be the new thing. Who can get Weber to rage quit again? <laughs> but it, it wouldn't do as much good as having a separate camera on you so we could see the full reaction. Right. Like so once we need that behind the scenes second camera to, to get the full effect of the arms flailing and the cords flying and all that other good stuff. Yeah. And me flipping the TV tray. Or whatever is supporting the, right. the lappy the lappy five thousand right now, and then turning around and getting the futon and yeah, just the the carnage. It would need to and, we need to see that, and then disappearing into the jungle of cardboard and toys that is my basement. <laughs> I'm lucky I got out of there, man. Hey, back when it was just straight audio and I had no responsibilities to the actual production, man. Mo most of these were recorded with me in a three quarters position on a futon. Yeah, there you go. That was the life now, right there. Now I got to say, given that this is video and we are live baby live, you've got that hair under control big time. Well, it, it through great amounts of effort. So still, still no, tri still no trim. Still, still no, still no haircut. No, it's looking good, man. You it, should, it's, do, do you have to wear the headphones during the day? Yes. Yeah, okay. that, that actually is what helps keep it. It also kind of hides the part that's starting to look mullety in the back. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be part mullet. You should either be all the way or not at all. I so. would I would call it a mullet, but it's party all over. <laughs> it's not party it looks, back. It's it's just party. It's looking good right now. I'm giving it up. It's thick and lush. I'll give it that. It's all. I don't <laughs> care what color it is, so long as it keeps showing up for work. Yeah, the hair go. gonna be okay. Sooner or later, none of us get to be picky. You <laughs> right. Gotta push, you gotta push that day off, baby. Right. Right. <laughs> Again, so long as it shows up for work, I have I have no no qualms. 
So mine, anyways, mine, we are here I got tonight. the red. How's I was that? just going to say, I got the red going pretty strong. Little gray here and there. But if I go for the beard, the whole lamb chops, totally silver, and then a red goat. It's terrible. I look so indecisive. Yeah, like it's I a messed up. Yeah, so I can't do that. So the full beard is out. I could still do the goat, you know, if needed. So, yeah. So if you're just joining us now, Joe Colton will be along momentarily. Uh, but we are here gathered tonight to do the first ever team stream post sock live on the YouTube. And we do have some uh, questions that were gathered in advance. We want to leave some time at the end of this so that you guys can ask some, some questions towards the end of the show. But uh, not everybody who submitted a question to us is it's going to be featured here. Uh, we had some duplicates first off uh, and second off. I mean, we, we, there's only so much time. We don't, we're not going to do this all night. We're going to try and keep it to an hour ish maybe an hour 10, hour 15 at the most, but that that's about as far as we want to stretch this out because you know, everybody's got to go to work tomorrow, right? I want to know when you're done with a question, are you going to throw the card behind you through the window while the confetti cannons go off? That's what I, I want. I was, I was all set to have printouts, and then as I'm doing that this afternoon, printer says no ink. Oh. And I'm like, well, hey, screw that. I'm not... I'm not yeah. Hey, uh, life hack for you here. Cheaper to get a new printer than new ink. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm looking into those, those kits that help you that you inject the ink into the cartridge because I'll, I'll be that cheap. Yeah. Oh wait, it, Joe Colton's in in the waiting area, but she no. just disappeared. Ah, tease. Now she's back. Okay, she's back. I'll believe it when I see it. Ah. Hey, here she is. <laughs> She needed booze and makeup, I think. I think that was the, the key. We all need booze and makeup. <laughs> I was actually on a finest uh, podcast or a live cast Zoom meeting. And then, like, I was trying to get my laptop up and running. And then I was like, no, why the updates now? <laughs> because this is when we needed you. Yeah. So Joe Colton is here. So we'll, let's, we'll get right into it. Your, your timing is perfect, my dear, because we are just getting to the questions that I sent all you guys a, a couple, few hours ago. And so we'll start at the beginning with our first letter. Okay. Hey, guys. Sorry I haven't written in so long. I was planning to, just an edit, uh, but this uh, was started at least two weeks before your virtual joke on, so back in May. I think we recorded most of that in April, but it, it hit the air in May. But uh, points are, I thought the points were still relevant. I started an email to you right after the last con, another one later, but both the time you recorded a show before I could send it. We'll see who wins today. For the record, we recorded again since this has been sent in. Uh, very excited to hear that the porcelain god, Mark the Honcho Weber, is joining the cast full time. Hey, wait a minute. With that said, and Mark's extensive sports background, can we bring back the sports segment? I know there is not a lot to talk about, but we'd love to hear some takes on the NFL offseason. We have discussed sports on every single one of them. There's just nothing going on. I don't know if you count wrestling as sports. Yeah, it's close enough. It's the only sports thing going, so, you know. Sports entertainment. That's right. 
if your local news doesn't have pro wrestling results, then they're, they, they're not covering anything. Out here in New England, they say if there's no NFL season, then Tom Brady's still a Patriot. <laughs> oh, their tears are delicious. Right. Getting back Wrong. to the letter. Yeah. Like I said, I really wanted to write in after the last JoeCon and give my shout out to my con MVP, Racktime Rob. I really enjoyed talking to him and, of course, to Mike about football and other non-Joe-related stuff for a little while in the lobby. I really did have a good time. I really enjoyed his Spotlight JoeCon panel. Keep it up. Hashtag more Rob. And while we're at it, hashtag more Greg and hashtag more Craig. I've gone to the SoCal Joe show a few times with my friends Dan and Inyang. You can call him E. Okay. I didn't know we needed permission. Lately, just trying to hold it down on the home front with the quarantine here. I'm sure you're all in similar situations. I ordered the six-inch figures after I saw Destro. I was on the fence to wait until Walmart, but I bit when I saw Destro. Damn, he looks good. I have some questions. One, Mark, I enjoyed the idea of the creation of Wolf Squad. If you could have continued the line, how did you envision Wolf Squad growing, and would there have been a Cobra equivalent? Oh, that's that one's for me. Yeah. You're the only uh, Mark. Right. Okay. So here's, there's not a lot of inside baseball on Wolf Squad. Um, other than I didn't have a lot to do with it. It was actually the brainchild of the, the designer, John Violette, uh, who worked out of the LA office. And so he wanted to create his own uh, kind of internal squad of, uh, of Joe's. And I, I always thought sub teams were cool. And the idea that it would be split out across some of the two packs. And at the time we were doing vehicle packs. Um, and he did the logo for it, and it was really his uh, his idea. And I didn't have any problem with it, but he was the one driving it. And a, a big part of being a good brand manager is having that good sync with your designers. So that was one of the first things I learned about when I joined the brand. So I was, you know, not that I wouldn't have gone against something I thought was a bad idea, but... It, I thought it was a, you know, a good idea or at worst harmless. So Wolf Squad was his idea and I was cool to let him uh, kind of drive it. I mean, it didn't go very far, but I think, I think sub teams are awesome. So, and because it was kind of a, a black ops, realistic military uh, take, even within GI Joe, I, I like, I mean, I like some of the goofy stuff with Joe and the sci-fi stuff. But what really made my heart beat as a kid was the realistic military stuff. So, uh, you know, Black Ops within Joe, I'm in. So uh, as far as I know, there weren't any plans for a Cobra equivalent of it. Um, and, you know, maybe we would have got there. But we were so hamstrung by item count while I was on the Joe brand that we didn't have we didn't have the opportunity to do a whole lot or plan a whole lot. Okay, we'll take that. Move on to question two. As I was talking about the last JoeCon, not to bring up negative light, but there are are there any areas you may have liked to have seen them do, but they never got to? I personally would have liked two things. One was more Sonic Fighters as they started it, and they could have easily done Rock and Roll and Major Blood, do a Zap and a Psych Out. Also, I wish they would revisited Operation Flaming Moth idea in a modern format. They really could have done conventions for a while, as they have released not released re, ooh, as they could have released yet not updated versions of classic Joes 
were disp dispatched to the far reaches of the globe to recover the pieces and different troopers and environmental cat. That's a long sentence. Anyways, also a female Python patrol trooper. Again, it was sitting right there. Anybody have any thoughts? That's a lot of sentence. That was a ton <laughs> of sentence. Yeah, let's give Mike a minute. <laughs> you didn't even breathe. <laughs> right? I think, I'm a professional. Well, and I, I think Joe will back me up on this. I think they could have done any female troopers they wanted and they would have been lights up. Oh, yeah. Like, at least for yeah. popularity. Yeah, it's hard to say how they would have been executed. But uh, the appetite for female figures was there for a long time and was tapped into very lately, uh, late by both the Joe brand and the, the club. So, yes. Yeah. I not, not every Joe Con, um, you know, like the end of every Joe Con, there was a survey. Every time I would say six figure package of just female Joe's new molds or, you know, like two new molds. We would have been right. just happy with that. People, people Frankenstein all Joe's. So it would have been, I think it would have been like sold out in minutes. People would have bought doubles of those. And if, if people, if the trooper is armored up enough, you, you mm -hmm. can actually get away with using some male mold parts. And I think the, yeah. the female Cobra officer we made did use arms and maybe legs from a different trooper, right? Now, so, yeah. let, let's keep it PG, but there are some parts you'd have to mold new. But um, saying we should do a female trooper doesn't mean, doesn't have to mean 100% new sculpt. Great yeah. if, you've got, if you've got the money and the tooling for that. Um, but it doesn't have to be totally revolutionary to be cool. And I always thought Cobra Troopers, if you want to make it clear that it's a female, not just from the shape of it, but just pop that ponytail out the back and how easy a repaint is that, right? Mm -hmm. So yep. I think that stuff was, was easily there. Uh, the only thing I thought that the club was missing on, and it was one they got to, was that they had never done Battle Force uh, 2000. And so that was one of my suggestions when they were talking about upcoming sets. Just for, I know it's not everybody's favorite, but it's a solid sub-team. And it's, got, it's guys that were never going to get made for regular retail release. And so I always thought, you know, Avalanche and Blocker and Dodger and the guys were more interesting than, you know, Desert Zap or Arctic Rock and Roll. I, I like the idea of getting more of those guys made that weren't going to get made. And I think the club did a really good job of, of identifying those guys that there was some appetite for, but who weren't big enough stars that Hasbro was going to hold on to them and not let the club do them. I think the biggest missed opportunity was desert zap. Right. Or as I like to call them De desert bill. <laughs> Or, or of course, the uh, mainstay of the G.I. Joe team, Tiger Force Tollbooth, who I swear was coming. Uh, could have counted on it. I think Triple Triple H had the sledgehammer trademarked or something. Something like that. Something yeah, like that. that. That guy. Something terrible. He ruins everything fun. <laughs> he wouldn't Anyways. put over Tollbooth. Come on. <laughs> How do you not put over the star? Right. Oh, hey, I got to throw out here. I'm not cool with Porcelain God as a nickname, 
right? All right. Well, we'll, we'll we we Not, have more from uh, the king of the post sock here. So all right, all right. Sit tight. Next to it. On the comic thread, uh, I enjoy, of course, enjoy Larry's work, although some parts are a little rough. I enjoy the new take Paul Aller has, but there are some things that I wonder what happened. Have some ideas on where to take things. I would pitch two ideas for additional Joe titles. One would be G.I. Joe 1987, kind of taking off where the movie left off from the Sunbow series, possibly written by Chad Bauer. The second title would be G.I. Joe Special Missions. This would be a rotating title by different writers and artists with their in or out of continuity takes on G.I. Joe's, like the Rob Liefeld Snake Eyes Dead Game, allow a J. Scott Campbell or Christos Gage to tell their stories. Another quick edit, but I heard Robert Adkins on Star Joe's, and he said he had pitched a special mission series with Flint and Lady J, calling up different members for each mission. This was a great idea. Uh, I oh, like that second one. I wanna, I wanna institute the uh, the new uh, what's on Joe Mind drinking game, where we all have to take a shot when Joe makes Rob Liefeld face. <laughs> We'd be drunk quick. Right? No bad, but ah! <laughs> no I like, other artist makes me so angry as he does. I like that there was no noise, but we still got to pay. It was so much better with video because she bit her tongue, but it didn't matter. <laughs> this this is really the entertaining part of Jill Colton that most of most folks don't get to experience. <laughs> Um, it's all the, the silent screams and the fist shaking right. and the, I mean, this is, this is why she's, she's part of this and why she meshes with our bunch. And the barely contained Liefeldian rage that burns within <laughs> from, the, yeah. from the top, from the top of her head to the top of her ankles, but not to the feet, no feet. Yeah, no, uh, GI Joe 87, I think would be neat, uh, provided it didn't go too, too far. Like that's, that's a four to six issue type limited series for me. And then I'm good with it. Uh, but the second one, I, I really like the special missions idea. I wish they would do something like that. Yeah. I, I would need that to be in continuity. There's enough Joe's going on that just have nothing to do with the main story at any given time that you can hand that off to, I don't know, say a Brandon Jerwa for four issues and, and be okay with an arc there or, or hand it off to a, to a Christos Gage. I don't need to see J. Scott Campbell do G.I. Joe again because his, frankly, he creeps me out. Just stick women with inflatable curves. I don't, I don't need it. Uh, the spindly skeleton fingers on him. Ah, ah, ah. Hey. Wrong. And now I got to find an, I got to find an artist I don't like because I feel left out. Ah, <laughs> uh, go for it. Or you can just you double up. That's fine, too. There's several. Yeah. But I, I'm totally with you, Mike. I love the idea of special missions. And I love the, the the original special missions comic. And if you're IDW, what better way to audition potential, long, potential long-term writers and artists than to go, yeah, do an issue. You get, you know, backblast, salvo, and repeater. Cool. Yeah. I'd love to see Paul Aller do something in the main continuity with something like that. You can really win. He was really impressive when we got to talk to him, right? Like he yeah. he gets it. He really does. Um yeah. and there there was a he's post good, that he's I know, good at his job. 
He's a he's right? a good writer. Well, don't tell anybody. I know, right? <laughs> You'll find a way to shove him out. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, uh, and the, I don't know. I forget. Uh, I forget. Man, I just forgot the name. But the guy who's actually writing Dead Game, um, or doing some of the layouts for it, showed pictures of himself with a Mobat tonight. His sons are named Cooper and Dashiell. So, no I mean, yeah, so that's, nice. I mean, I mean, Flint he's and got, light shout out. he's got some, that. got some skin in the game, right? Like Cooper, you can get away with, right? Cooper could be anything, but yeah. Dashiell, like, wow. Okay. So, um, he's some, a fan, darn it. sometimes that's a really bad thing when someone's that close, you know, to it, but sometimes it's awesome. So I would rather have a guy who knows and loves the brand over, you know, a really good writer who, who is just stopping by. So you also okay. have to find a balance between fan and professionalism. Right. So it can't be like more fan and professional. Cause then it's just a fanboy writing fan flick. Right. And by the, by the fifth issue of, let me pick somebody uh really random tripwire punching out 10 Cobras an issue. You're like, isn't he like the EOD guy? Right. <laughs> I thought he was uncoordinated, but that spin kick was amazing. <laughs> His follow through is impeccable. Right. Why is Ripper in charge of Cobra now? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but to finish up, uh, thank you for continuing to be there. Of course, I miss Gary and Justin would love to hear them or hashtag more Greg. Or even hashtag more Craig too, and hashtag more Rob, just to beat that dead horse. <laughs> Keep up the amazing work, King of the Post Sock, Adrian McCarthy, edited for time. He had more questions, by the way. We, wow. We, we picked and choose because he writes some marathons. Well, we appreciate so, it. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time and putting the effort in. Move on to the next letter. Uh, this is from Skinny Joe fan on Facebook. It's a two-parter. Two. Two. Number one, what are your thoughts on the decision to incorporate the six-inch figures on a fast-track program? When I worked retail, end caps and fast-track sets were planned months in advance. Fast-tracks were for items usually never intended to be put into a 24-foot planogram. I can definitely see the movie line being worked into fall sets. Uh, we talked about this on a, on a previous episode. And I, it was kind of a... I think Mark and I wound up splitting hairs on it and that Mark very much took to that. And, and my take was more when I worked at target, we made little revisions to our planograms all the time. So while, you know, maybe GI Joe, it's, it's, it's one wave of five figures right now. So it's not going to get a whole four foot section, but it's going to squeeze a peg in there somewhere on some revision. So, uh, but yeah, I, actually, I was kind of happy to see those side caps that are popping up at Walmart because that's a that's that's pretty good presentation. That's a better presentation than just someday throw you know throwing some random peg up in the middle of the Transformers. And oh look, there's a bunch of six inch Joes on the rack. So I I was cool with the side cap, but yeah, that, that it's probably the one time we're going to see those and. But hopefully they'll get they'll get worked into existing planograms. I Side love question: oh, Either one it. of you found any in the wild? 
No. Okay. Oh! No! <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's screaming again. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Hold it up. Hold it up, Mike. Hold it up for comparison. Yours is a little bit more pronounced. Well, the abs, little. The abs no, are more chiseled. It's on par. Look at that. They're on par. Actually, Mark's is a little high. He needed to lower the articulation just a little bit. Yeah. On the he's, he's, he's sitting down. He, it, it's, know, it's off because he's seated. Well, and what I did was I counted it down, right? It was like there's an undone button, right? And then there's yeah. three done buttons before the cut. So, man, I did my research, right? This ain't no puppet show. I made sure to get it right. And it goes all You're the way. You're very straight and accurate. It goes so all, it, all the way around to the back, too. Speaking yeah, the, of. The front, uh, the front of Duke is, is about as good as can be expected. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I tend to side with Mark on the, the brutal ab cut. But welcome, at the same welcome time. Home. Welcome home. That's how home. they're doing things. But it, that's no good. Oh! oh. That, that's terrible. So, Wait a minute. Put it put it back up here. Look at this. Tell me that doesn't look like an upside down second butt. It, it, oh. Yeah, it very right? well could be. And it Man. like there's no there's no way that 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 fits. That's it's bad. just this random crease. That's so bad. yeah, the back on Duke is is not good. But at least he's got a backpack to cover that up. So backpack stays he on. Have to take the backpack off. Backpack stays on. That's your public service message for today. Um, and the only otherwise, this this figure is is aces. I love it. Um, the figures a like I don't have a ton of Marvel Legends, and one of the ones that I do have is the Thing. So he's he's like four pounds. So I couldn't take that as a frame of reference. But these, it's got some heft to it. Uh, joints are solid. Let me get everybody else back on the screen with with me here. It looks like he can shoot around corners, so that's good. Yeah, the the gun is is fairly soft. The the gun is I argue how, however you want about how it looks. I don't particularly care how Duke's gun looks. Duke's gun looks okay. It's science fictiony, but it's not so far over the top that I'm turned off by it. But it, it's got bent. It, it's bent in the package, and and so it's kind of. <clears throat> And that's, you know, he's he's getting a he's getting a Voliverse gun or a uh, or a Marauder gun. Maybe getting things. maybe getting a Voliverse hat too. Maybe 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 we'll have to double up and well he, he Duke's army so he can get Gung Ho's hat. Yeah, they can trade. And then and then uh, we can get Bobby's Marine cap on Gung Ho. Now we're talking his Marine cover. Excuse cover. me. Eight eight his points. Cover. Eight points. Hey Mike, we've got a comment directed at you. Yes. Uh, Matt Rubin says, "Oh, Robbie Rosari, I've I've seen a bunch of folks just. Sorry, I thought it was to you. Never mind, I misread. Outright, uh, getting those end caps like they buy the rest of the figures on it and ask the manager if they can just take it. Yeah, and that's fine because again, they're not they're not set up to be refilled." So once they're no. empty, once they're empty, they're going in the, the compactor. 
Right, and then when the next wave them. comes in or the next uh, display case, they've each 12, 12 pack figure comes with a display case, so they can just get rid of that display mm -hmm. case, put the next next one up. Here's yeah, or or the next wave is the next uh, shipment is set up for after their their planograms are updated, and they can just put it right on the bag. Now I'll, I'll make this quick, but this just came up in a separate a, a separate discussion this week, and put on the tinfoil hat for this. But wave two only has three figures in it, right? Yep. Even though one's a troop yeah. builder, which is really good. Thank God we're finally getting a troop builder. But I wonder if that got if that got moved forward to replace the movie wave. Because if you were a betting man or woman, and, and maybe you both are, you think we're getting movie product? You think we're getting a movie in October? I, would, I doubt. I would seriously doubt that, although nothing official has been yeah. said. So I don't, that, I don't want to talk about it too much because we just haven't heard anything. Right. And that's, that is no slam on Hasbro. That's just real life, right? Now that if we've were, mentioned that the movie has not been rescheduled, it will be yeah. rescheduled tomorrow. Right. But... I mean, if you're a fan of the brand, like we all are, and as much as we're all dying to see this movie, you really don't want the relaunch of the Joe franchise to come under anything but optimum conditions. Because if it fails, who knows how much longer it's going to be before Hollywood will give it a shot. If Hollywood's not behind it, it's a lot harder for Hasbro to get behind it. So yeah. absolutely push it out till we've all been in, you know, till we've all been going to the movies for six months. I don't care if that's a, a year from Christmas, but if they were going to be on shelf, they really want to preserve that shelf space. So it made me wonder, is wave two what they could pull forward to replace a now uh, a movie wave that's now on hiatus again, yeah. total, total speculation, but makes sense on a lot of levels. I would just like to see wave one on shelves. <laughs> Just I would I, I'll do you one better. I would just like to see my Hasbro Pulse order arrive. Yeah. <laughs> huh? so, so I've had people PM me asking how I got my Scarlet, and I was like, I ordered Amazon Prime. They're like, you didn't go by Pulse? I go, why would I go by Pulse when I know they're not reliable? <laughs> right. And I don't, reliable. I, don't, I don't have any problem with Hasbro not shipping and certainly not beating street date with their own right. product. Cause it feels like, you know, if you're a retailer, it feels like now you're competing with the company you're supporting. So I got no problem with that, but I, I think they should have been maybe a little more upfront about when their stuff was going to ship. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think there was a certain extent that was pretty nebulous too. Yeah. So anyways, moving forward. Uh, second part is, uh, Skinny Joe fan from Facebook says, I am in need of 3D animators. That goes from the modeling to the rigging to the animation itself. This is for a very special project that Brian Cummings, whoop, dropped something there, and I came up with. I would especially like to involve G.I. Joe fans with those skills. Anyone who wants to participate can send me samples of their work. I have a specific idea in mind, but need your help to pull it off. And that is the easiest way to get a hold of Skinny Joe fan is on Twitter. And that is at Skinny Joe Fan. So I have a question. Yes. Is it like stop motion animation or is it actual like 
I, I would not know how to answer those questions because okay. it is not my project. Mm-hmm. All right. If Skinny here, is on. Here's the extent so, of, my, of my 3D animating skills. Right at you. Ooh, it's that Buster Rhymes thing. Beer. I animated Duke walking across the screen. <laughs> but anyways, uh, that is, uh, thank you, Skinny, real, real name withheld. Uh, again, that is at Skinny Joe Fan on Twitter. I so just to talk about Skinny for just a second. I used to get excited just to see his uh, video submission at JoeCon every year because you never knew what the heck he was going to come up with each year, and he would have these wild ideas, and you'd be like, "There's no way!" And then, like, then he would then he would do it like the puppet. Do you remember the puppet year where he like submitted yes. puppets? Oh my god! I was like, "There's no way you can get that many puppets." Oh yeah, he got puppets. For those who don't who don't know him, is he a skinny Joe fan, or is he a fan of skinny Joes? Uh, yes to the first. Don't know about the second. Never actually asked. Could be both. Why not? Why Could not? Be. Both? Could be definitely one, possibly two. There's also Skinny Joe fan too, but I think he's from Germany. No, well, I mean, <laughs> always the Germans. Yep. Always the Germans. Germans. Next letter. This is from Joe fan 82 on Twitter. And we got this question a couple of times actually. Um, so if you also ask this question, Joe fan 82 sent his first. So he got, he got to in post sock with the reveal that we'll be seeing PD Destro and Arctic Mission Storm Shadow in the classified line. What other out of left field, in quotes, Joe and Cobra characters would you like to see in the new six inch scale? Mark Weber, we'll start with you. Interrogator. But he's my guy, right? Like, they're not making him. But yeah, like, <laughs> sure, make Interrogator. Well, he qualifies. He he's qualifies. awesome. He's, he's Cobra out of left Fett. Field. He's Cobra Fett, right? Um, one that would be a bad idea because it's a waste. But wow, if you look at, at Duke and Cobra Commander, you're like, that's a weird mix. But if you take Duke's lower half and Cobra Commander's torso and get rid of the cape, you're almost all the way to a Crimson Guardsman right there. Now, I wouldn't waste that as an exclusive. I like, I like what they've done, that they took a Storm Shadow who is cool but not iconic in a way the original is. And a Destro that is kitschy, um, but you know nobody's going to die if they don't get Profit Director Destro. So I think that's where that's where they should play. And other than that, I would at some point I would think they should entertain like eighty two, eighty three repaints of the existing figures. Do Gung Ho and Teal, do Scarlet in the original colors, and I would bet they have a plan for that maybe as a group set or something, but I think that's where you want to play with exclusives. Yeah. I, I don't like it when exclusives are necessary. Like exclusives should be optional. Right. If you want to spend the money to get a different take on a character, great, but an exclusive should not be the only way you can get a character like, you know, Zartan or something like that. Just as an example, right. I, I know in the, uh, the, 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 the 25th anniversary, 30th anniversary run, 
there were a couple of instances that they couldn't really get around that. You know, Sergeant Slaughter was a San Diego exclusive because they had a very short window that they could work him into. And I, I get that. But there were a couple other characters that they only released as San Diego exclusives. And they were a pain. Like, right. Jinx and Zorana and, and a couple mm -hmm. others, I think. And it was just, uh, no, no, just, just like that's, that's too exclusive. Like I, right. I can even see it like from the club because the club will make you know, four or five, 6,000 of them if, if pre-sales go for it. But uh, you weren't getting that at San Diego ones. And you My, right off the bat, the, the tickets were even higher than the, the ones for the club. My favorite was for the modern Joes, the last of the original 13. Nobody's favorite Joe's short fuse. They put in a giant hundred dollar battle in a box set. That came with like a Mobat and a Hiss and 19 figures. And oh, mm -hmm. yeah, sh short fuse in the background. And it was a terrible figure. Yeah, it was a bad awful. I think it was Doc's head repainted. Uh -huh. So it, so he'd have glasses, right? It, it, look, the head, the head was the only part of him that worked. <laughs> Otherwise, he was this, he was that, that kind of janky, you know, yeah. grunt breaker body that they, it was, yeah, no, no. Oh, it's brutal. And so here's a figure you don't want, but you have to have, because he's number 13. And by the way, he costs a hundred dollars. Yeah. Mer Merry Christmas. Yeah. Nope. Anyways, moving on. Wait Joe Colton. Was, yeah, Joe. Um, For exclusive, I think... If they did, well, just, just not necessarily right. exclusives, just what out of okay. left field character. I okay, still Pythona. That would be an, a really interesting one to do, and not not usually one that would be picked. Uh, if you do the usual, it'd probably be the Jinx or the Zorana, or, but I think Pythona because of the figure that they did from the club, and it turned out so good, people would be intrigued by it. Also, it's another female sculpt that is not necessarily done often. Mm. So, yeah. Well, that was always the the trick with Pythona. You, you just where are you going to use those parts again? That's why she's tough. Yeah, and but, and Cobra Law is so polarizing, right? Yeah. Like half the Joe community is already no on Pythona. Yeah. So. Maybe not half, right? I tend to think Cobra Law splits it pretty much down the middle. And then there are Joe fans who don't like it, but they'll still buy it, right? So maybe it's yes. not half. It's like 70% might buy it. But I, but that figure that came out, you yeah. got to say that was a very good figure. It was a great fig. Great figure. Yep. I'll give, I'll give that up. Yeah. Yep. I'm not a big fan of Cobra Law, and I have two of those figures. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, you were just trying to trade one for an October Guardsman, though. I know how you work. No, no. <laughs> oh, come on now. I was uh, my my own would be, of course, uh, Tollbooth and his uh, Tiger Force Tollbooth. Would you do it without the sledgehammer, though? For license, no, he's got to have it. Got to okay. have, got to have it. Triple okay. H can can fight us for it. I'm just making something up so we can get on to the next letter. I also want From to our email. Hey, guys and gals. Long-time listener, first-time uh, watcher. Two questions for you. First, everyone is talking about the rumored-slash-leaked retro G.I. Joe line and what it might be. Since we don't know whether any guess is right until it's revealed, 
Can you help eliminate what you know about what the retro line won't be? What? So basically, do do we know anything by know? denying other things? I and don't know what I don't know that I know. I think that's a pretty well a show wide sentiment there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We and know as that, much as anybody else does. And I was uh, long gone before any of that was ever discussed. So I got I got yeah. no inside baseball on the retro line. All, all we know is there's a listing for an off striker. And a listing for his tank, and just kind of a generic listing for figures, and right. that, that's it. That's all we know. So the, I think the only the only in the only Hasbro insight I can lend um, when I was on the brand, um, there's very little retro vehicles left where the tooling exists, mm -hmm. and you you've seen most of them. I mean, that's why we keep seeing Aw Strikers and his tanks because well, there's the shark and the shark yeah. and the and shark the, and the polar shark. And and the polar shark, and then the jungle shark. Yeah, none of them come with with a, a way to sit in the cockpit. <laughs> you just kind of rattle around in there. That's right. So, it's a rough ride, man. But yeah. it's it's technology. It's the king. People make fun of Deep Six because he barely articulates. But if I had to rattle around that cockpit, I'd wear a big suit too. So yeah. So two comments. One, William J has has stated that. As repulse, don't order from them. And two, Matt Rubin says he saw a post on Facebook stating that Hasbro has received a whole case of retro snake eyes. Like 24 of them? No, I saw that batting around too, that there yeah. was uh, some retro snake eyes. Here's the uh, what I thought would be a really interesting question. If they are going with a V1 snake eyes and they had the option, are they getting straight arm or swivel arm? snake eyes right because one is is you know the only one of them is truly the original but the swivel arm was su was such a, a a jump in articulation and playability that if you had the choice you know would you take the superior figure over the inferior original i think i probably would oh i'd absolutely take Take swivel arm. I, it's the straight swivel arm. arm. I, like I don't even collect the straight arm guys. If I come across one yeah. at a, at a decent price, I'll pick it up. But I, I like I don't go looking for them. Yeah, the eighty two is neat, but the the eighty three is is where it's at. So swivel, I think unless, swivel arm uh, or die, unless you're specifically putting together an eighty two set, which I'm not. There, yeah, I'm not either. So yeah, that's madness. Been there, done that. Even as a kid, I replaced them as soon as I had the allowance money, right? Like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Rock and Roll's carried around this giant hog that he's got to hold straight out in front of him with one arm. No, no, right. no. Well, no, he is at least gonna weight, work them sleeve lines. He is a weightlifter, he's he's lifting weights like, every time he not. comes out of the case. <laughs> is what he's doing, what are you doing? Curls. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, look at them sleeves rolled up, just like Duke. <laughs> That's what I'm dun, talking dun, about. Dun. One, two, three. Man, oh, I'm gassed. No, oh, I know, right? We're gonna man. sweat there, man. But your, uh, you, you know, your 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 back chest cut is uh, is probably probably I would, nicer than real Duke's. I would show you the back. I would. 
but I have zero. I have a hard time squaring up to this camera anyway. That's why I'm always doing this. Yeah, frank, not, frankly, it, it's not that kind of show. So no, and the odds of me standing up, turning around, and squaring up my back—you just have really? to take my word for it. I'm be, pretty. When we get, when we get back to conventions, pretty damn sure this is going to be my con shirt. So <laughs> you, you can come check out my back articulation right. at the cons. Yes. Plus, we I mean, to, if you we did that, have a table where you're just dressed as as you are right now, and Mike and I are off to the side, just and you're just signing. Yep. <laughs> as respectful social distancing. Joe knows this better than anyone that you have to plan your outfits for the convention, right? So I figured yeah. day day one, I'll be wearing you know my classified Duke shirt. And I'll be running around and high-fiving fans and meeting people and having a great time. Day two, I don't know what I'm going to wear, but I will make sure not to bend at the waist at all, as though my articulation has been taken away. <laughs> I'll just walk around the con. And then straight arm. Just like yep. whack people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pleased to meet y'all. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or... I'll drop I'll drop pens on purpose and go, could you get that? So anyways, <laughs> to answer the question, we don't know anything about the retro line. <laughs> we know nothing. Yeah, we this is know. what happens when we don't know anything. We we go yeah, off on random tangent. <laughs> uh, second, uh, there Damn. have been a lot of pics online of people not only buying the six-inch classified line, but taking the cardboard shipper display. Did any of you grab a display? No, no, I have no desire to own the empty display. So I for do for figures that I do not plan part. to keep in package. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. I do. I do. I want it, but only so I can cut off the top part and just have it on my wall. I want that poster. Okay. I haven't even seen them in stores, right? I haven't even had to make that moral yeah. decision yet. I think I think if you buy out the last one. There you go. Or if you ask, there's nothing wrong with that, right? But don't just take it. No, no, you have to ask. You have to Yeah, ask. you can't just take it unless you buy the last one. That's baseball card etiquette, right, Mike? Yes. If you buy the last pack, you get the box. Yes. I, yeah. I actually bought the last one, and the box was already gone. So, Man. They, they, somebody must have taken the shipper and left the Duke. Duke was sitting, uh, sitting on a shelf with a bunch of real Ghostbusters stuff. Oh. Otherwise, I wouldn't, have, a, wouldn't have seen him at all. So if I hadn't been thinking about real Ghostbusters stuff, then I wouldn't have seen Duke. I was like, okay, just, I guess I'm going to buy Duke. Just to put that out there, apparently no shortage of real Ghostbusters stuff on the pegs. Yeah. I, I mean, sorry, Egon. I love you, but. Uh, yeah. So we've got a question. Renegade yes. by 24. Anyone yes. going to any Joe Cons in Atlanta? I have. I am having second thoughts about it. I I got a second thought for you on that one too. Don't. Yeah. I mean, um, no no offense uh, to our friends, but I mean, it'd be, it'd be nifty if we stop, you know, spreading the coronavirus around. Yeah. The the sooner we just stay inside and and quit throwing germs around the sooner everything's going to be done with and the sooner we can get back to functioning somewhat normally and doing this stuff without 
a kill date on the end. So um, I, I think that this year's kind of a wash, and I don't mean that as as a slight to anybody running a, a, a show because I know that's a lot of income to lose. Mm-hmm. But however much money you lose, it's better than losing more than that. Like, I don't right. know, limbs or lung capacity or your life. Yeah. I mean, how bad how bad are you going to feel as a, a show producer to put on a show, say it gets really well attended and everyone comes and has a great time and it's a real success and then half of them are sick a month later right yeah. like um, i i i feel really bad for guys who were where that's their passion or their job yeah. um but but man this is just not the year for it i would you know it's that whole uh what is it a, an ounce of cure is worth a an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure yes so yeah, yeah let's let's get better and then you know, let's all go next year, hopefully, right? Yeah, like for real. Let, let's make sure we're all around to go next year. That's what so we're. That's I, what we've got left to deal with in twenty twenty. So I couldn't get out of. Uh, I had a a hotel booked for Dragon Con, and mm-hmm. then they they were discussing on the back end of whether to cancel or not cancel in the. DragonCon brings in basically a lot of money for the city of Atlanta for a year. So, yeah. so envision how much money with the amount of people coming into that city bring an, an almost an economy in on that Labor Day weekend. And it's not even the weekend, it's five days, six days. Sometimes. Yeah, there's not a there's not a ton of, of people in the, the Joe community who necessarily know what Dragon Con is. But Dragon Con is a huge pop culture convention. We're talking six figures in terms of yeah. guests. Yeah. Especially for and the weekend portions of it. We're you know, probably closer to two hundred thousand people. No, it's it's about a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand people and they okay. have a parade. So People come in from the surrounding areas to watch the parade where they're like six people deep. They're sitting or standing into garage garages for like parked cars on roofs of buildings. And so I had, I had obviously booked my, all my hotel and everything from last year, but when they canceled and they're pretty much, one of the meccas of pop culture conventions that that ended it for me. Like I am not going to any conventions. I also have an autoimmune disease, which prevents me from doing any of this, but I couldn't get a cancellation of my hotel until the con canceled. And I am not going just for safety reasons alone, not to any convention. So, yeah. so, so your yeah, health whether, is more important to me than a pop culture convention or little plastic men, which I collect as well. So, or or women, don't be, or don't women. Be sexist. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. God, the sexism rampant Ugh. again. <laughs> Damn that Joe Colton! Such a double standard that Joe Colton wields on us, right? But anyways, that is uh, the end of the letter there from our longtime listener and occasional guest, uh, former host. I get former host. I guess host of the 
long time in between episodes, Joe Customs podcast, P Love. And so we have a little bit of time left. Uh, we can we can stretch past the hour a little bit because we we certainly started a little late and we're not stuck to anything. Uh, we answered the, the the one question from Renegade Biker. Uh, thank you so much for that. That that's an excellent question for today. You know, July 9th. Um, but does anybody? We we have some time to take questions from the Peanut Gallery. So if you are watching this live stream. This is the time to jump in. We will all be paying attention. Joe Colton, you I'll put you in charge. You pick the ones that we get to read. Uh, I'm going to regret it. Mark, this is a bad decision. Right? right? I just want John oh. on to see that. It's all going to be about red ninjas. <laughs> SDCC is, is much larger than... Get ready and for SDCC for is much larger than 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 Dragon Con, but Dragon Con is something like Get the ready. sixth largest convention in the U.S. So it's nothing to sneeze at. This is all going to be right. Red Ninjas and hockey and wrestling. I love wrestling. And, yeah, and pro wrestling, right? I mean, we're an right. hour in, and and Brandy Rhodes hasn't showed up, so that's good. Uh, okay, Matt Rubin. Does anyone think they'll do a direct digital route? For the new movie, a direct what? Route, route, route. I'm gonna get a di oh. direct digital no. release. No, not if they can avoid it. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I, so I, I, go ahead, Mark. I, somebody is gonna do that. Somebody is gonna dive in with a big budget movie that was completed and go. You know what? Here we go. And and test that medium and be the first, but it, it ain't going to be GI Joe, and Hasbro is not going to sign off on that, um, no matter what Paramount wants. I don't. I think they would have some say in that, and they have banked a lot on this movie. So no, it's not. It ain't going to be GI Joe. Somebody will do it, but not. They almost did it for um for Black the Black Widow movie yeah, and then there was close. a backlash for it and then that totally got off the table really fast. Yeah, the, the right. theaters basically rose up and said, "Hey, come on, give us a chance." Yeah. And right. I think that's that's valid. That that's a lot of people I mean that they do that for a living. Uh, and so we can't just be we can't just ignore theaters because it's convenient to ignore theaters. Mm -hmm. Like right. people and people get paid and make a living working at theaters to provide this yeah. this entertainment venue to and, us. It's, and the, oh, sorry, Mike. But I was going to say, if, if, I think if we get to a point um, where, say, this stretches into maybe not beginning of next year, because I think we're already at that point, um, but we start stretching into next summer, yeah, we might start to see that. I just, I wonder because, you know, animation and stuff is still ongoing and some of the smaller productions are still rolling. But whenever we get back to normal, and, and who knows when that is, there's already a, there's a glut, a time out there when new movies aren't coming out because they haven't been made. Yeah. So they really, they, anything that's done or almost done is really valuable because they're yeah. going to have to spread out those release dates. It won't, it won't be like five great movies a month. It'll be two, right? Yeah. You'll get. You'll get Black Widow first of the month and Tenet two weeks later. And two weeks after that, maybe you get Joe. And two weeks after that, maybe you get, you know, Wonder Woman or something like that. But they're gonna yeah. they're gonna have to feed them out nice and slow. And maybe that that's an opportunity for some of the smaller films to get 
more time and more screens and that sort of thing. But they can't afford to burn what's done because sooner or later the theaters are going to open. They need new material. Yeah. Yeah. Those Saturday showings of Short Circuit 2 only go so far. Right? No. But uh, Joe Cole, what's our next question? I'm looking. I was about to say, I saw a good one. Okay, you go. And it was, let me find it in the chat thing again. Uh, Brent Richards asked, so why did you originally choose to call yourself Joe Colton? Um, well, because... <laughs> um, so I... Growing up, I was a huge fan of G.I. Joe because of my dad. Uh, he was in the military, and so um, it was an homage to him, and uh, I thought it was cool to have be a girl with a dude's name. And it's the original G.I. Joe. Why not? Right. At the time, there weren't a lot of G.I. Like, I didn't know that there was a lot of female G.I. Joe collectors. Like, I knew one was Penelope. Penelope Daniels, and I met her at the first JoeCon I went to where I met Ron Rudat in uh, Rhode Island. So I was like, okay, that's cool. One other girl. We weren't, a, there wasn't a lot of girl collectors. Look, look, you don't have to, we're not making fun of you. I'm just saying I was expecting that answer to be deeper. It, was, it, it wasn't. I felt a I was very expecting a. I was expecting a, a long thought out thought process kind of answer there. And no, it's just like, well, I just thought it was cool. Cause it, it kind of works. Cause I'm a girl within a mostly guy fandom, which has more of a woman's following than I would have thought originally. Okay. Great. Now it means more. Cause like now I, like I was on the, on the Metro of, uh, in DC going into work and somebody came up to me and said, are you Joe Colton? I said, Yes. I'm like dressed in a suit for work, not cosplay. And they were like, can I get a picture with you? I was like, I'm in like a business suit for work, but okay. It's it's the Diana Prince cosplay. <laughs> right. They're used to I, seeing you in the Wonder Woman costume. Now they're seeing you as Diana Prince. Yes. I think the, the obvious follow-up, has anybody at work ever come up to you and gone, aren't you the... No. Oh, I'm so okay. So nobody at work knows that I cosplay. I'm I'm a very different person at work. Very serious. Uh, Michael attests to this. I have phone calls where I'm like very like very strict. But uh, nobody has uh, asked me if I am Joe Colton. But I have. <laughs> I've had people. I have a like a, a blue blazer with like a maroon pants and a and a white top that I sometimes wear for, for business meetings. And they'll, they'll, like one guy asked me at work, he's like, do you always dress like Wonder Woman? <laughs> and I'm like, no, am I? He's like, yeah, those are her like colors. Did you know that? I'm like, no. And in my head, I'm like, shit. <laughs> hey. Take my wardrobe. Language. Sorry. I know, right? That's another <laughs> thing you guys don't, you, you know by, uh, unless Unless you know Joe Colton personally, yeah, she curses like a sailor. So I'm trying. I'm from New York, and she curses more than me. 
we got a, damn near an hour in before we had our first YouTube. That's true, so. and and really, this is like the third or fourth <laughs> team stream. So, right, she's done pretty good. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and give a little golf clap yeah. Out there. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give her the the orange give, cast. Give an end to the streak there. Yep, a little. Yeah, that's that's the orange Cassidy thumbs up. That's right. Yeah. Where was another good one? Where is another good one? I got one here from in the chat room threw off the, the chat line. I got one from Klaus von Joseph. I guess he's German. He says, Why do you think you are the only Joe Colton? You do not have the <laughs> you do Anyways, not have uh, full rights to the name. Question from uh, our friend Cujo. Fraulein. Uh, who who you can hear uh, Rob and I talk to during the during the virtual JoeCon, but Cujo's got a question, and that is: Is Mark Fielding design questions? Sure. Okay. I mean, here's Cujo. I'm what's a, your design question for Mark? Put it in the chat. I'm not in any under any kind of non-disclosure agreement, but I'm not a I'm not a spill the beans, tell all the secrets kind of guy either. So what I always say is. Ask me if I can answer, I will, and if I can't, I won't. But I don't, I don't mind being asked anything. How close did we get to Tiger Force toll booth, Mark? Ooh. Um. Here, here, I'll drop a little Tiger Force insight. Never heard anywhere before. You want to hear it here first? <laughs> Do you remember when Bazooka and Dusty came out in a two pack? in Cobra Blue, and it seemed kind of weird? Yes. Yeah, kind of weird, right? Um, if those guys were coming out from the club as Tiger Force later in that same year, and a designer had lost track of it and was planning to release them in a two-pack as Tiger Force as well, and realized it really late in the game that we'd already approved Tiger Force versions of those guys for the club, he might have to hustle and throw together a paint scheme real quick to replace the Tiger Force thing that he wasn't allowed to use. <laughs> so there you go. Theoretically, that might be why you got gray and blue, dusty and uh, bazooka. <laughs> Because they were pretty much all set to come out as a Tiger Force two-pack, which would have been a good two-pack um, if they hadn't already been promised to the club. Nice. And only an eagle-eyed and hawk... Oh, well, let's see. Yeah, eagle-eyed and hawk-eared brand manager would have caught that in time to sort of save it. There you go. So to, to answer Cujo's follow-up, uh, am yeah. I correct in saying declassified Duke has no flag on the arm? That is correct. There is no flag on either arm for declassified Duke. So I'm sure that is going that is going further. I mean, if if you're a customizer at all, that's not very hard to fix with a water slide decal. And I mean, shoot, me if, you're, if, if you're not a customizer, that's not too bad. Yeah, and it, and if you're me, it's completely beyond your skill set. So I'll deal with it. <laughs> that but, could be our that could be our first ever classified LBC. <laughs> Ladies and Master Custom would be nice. That's right. 
first ever I think, fight entry into Lazy Bastard Corner. I think you got to be really careful how you talk about it because it's taking the U.S. flag off G.I. Joe is a hot-button issue for a ton of fans and collectors because it was a real American hero. But if Joe is going to get off the ground again and stay off the ground, it has to resonate globally. And so that push has been coming all the way since Rise of Cobra, that this has to be a force that protects human freedom around the globe. And it is never going to be a real American hero, exclusively American, except for backstop, um, in the same way again. So if you want Joe to succeed, you kind of got to be okay with the flag not being there anymore. Have, have, we not, uh, have we not taken Quebec in as the 51st state yet? Well, they want out of Canada, right? That's what I keep hearing. They, they don't want to be in Canada. Liberté de Quebec, right? I, I know what I'm doing. Viva Zé Sherman. Viva Quebec. What? Well, I mean, once once we took the once we took the Nordiques, like, and the Expos, I mean, oh look Expos, at her, she she's boiling Joe, down there, Mark. Joe, I got good I got good news for you, and it will bring back the sport the sports segment we were asked for. I would All like right. to congratulate the Montreal Expos for winning the World Series. Right? Get out! Right? Oh, get out! Get out. I know. Right. Are you? I'm a Nats fan. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm going to rage quit right now. <laughs> you'll, see that, you'll see that for real. Now I'm on, now I'm on the bottom when I was on time. Get demoted, lover. You know what? She pulled rank. She pulled luckily, rank. The luckily. Colton because- pulled rank on you. Because of my brutal chest cut, I can get right up in here and be like, that's garbage. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I'm getting a little loose. Joe's had a lot to drink. <laughs> I, I'm on my first beer of the night. The, uh, the, uh, it's uh, adding the, the video element to this certainly does, does, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but anyways, we, we probably got uh, we probably got time for one more if somebody's got a question. Yes, there is. Bushcraft asks, "Do you think we will get the same six-inch Sergeant Slaughter that Action Force got?" No. No. That's, that's no, I don't think you will. <laughs> no. Nope. No. So if you want that figure, eh, go hit up Bobby. He'll, and he'll sell it to you. Quick plug: If you missed it this week. If you want an actual six-inch marine cover, uh, Volaverse is making one and throwing it in one of their uh, accessory packs. No extra mm-hmm. charge. Nice. It's a good Can't idea. Beat that, man. Fills a so, need. It's the kind of thing a brand manager would come up with. <laughs> and like the oh. kids like. Like the kids like to say, I ain't saying, I'm just saying. Hmm? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, we're, we're not. There will be no G.I. Joe classified slaughter because there is action for slaughter. 
That'd be what? something if Hasbro stole a trademark from Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny that we would even have to like the fact that we could even throw that out there as a possibility is is funny. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. <laughs> But not seeing any questions coming in the in the notes there. We'll go ahead. We'll start to wind it up here. We are through our first ever team stream post sock. Joe Colton, how do you feel about this? I love it. I'm very excited. I like the live streaming. You think you think that this will work as our live stream segment going forward? Yeah. All right. Mark it Weber. will also make the facial expressions when you do uh, when we do the creepy fanboy messages all the more juicier. Well, we we can keep doing those for videos. I don't know if I want to do those in live stream. So I want to give those some, some production value. Just, you don't like the initial reaction that you two give me? Oh, no, no. <laughs> we'll still be on video, but I don't know if I want to live stream. Right. Okay. Like I said, I want, I, want to give, I want to give that some production value. I, we're right. not going to just do live stream. Yeah. We're going to try and be professionals about this, darn it. I think we should just put up still shots of Mike and I going. Or like. We could, or we could do the, do the Drake meme, Neil. Uh. <laughs> just dapping or, all over the place. Try to cover up the camera without swivel arm articulation. <laughs> Gotta have the C grip. Anyhow, oh. try so to I'll cover up my eyes with my broken thumb. Oh, doing okay. <laughs> I I so just want to say, Renegade Biker, I cannot scream Yojo while the guys are on here. No, but no. if you PM me, I will send you a a video of me screaming Yojo. Anyway, just. <laughs> a voice. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's not a Isn't video. That how, that's how creepy fanboy messages start, Joe. No offense. To, was it Renegade Renegade Biker? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to get a hold of the team, if you have any questions that come to you in the dead of night, as Lord knows we all do. Uh, but go ahead, ask us anything. We're you, we're not yeah. even limited to, to GI Joe stuff. If if your question is interesting enough, we'll answer it. We don't care. Uh, email is probably the best way. It's the way that we're guaranteed gonna see it. That is what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. You can also find us on our Facebook page at what's on Joe Mind. Um, we are on Twitter at wojm podcast. Again, if you're going to send us a question for this segment, uh, put it in a private message because uh, we're not. I'm not. We get a lot of replies and a lot of stuff going through our feed there. So you know, just to guarantee that we see it, we'll definitely guarantee. We will definitely see private messages. What is? I don't, what I don't is her major time. malfunction? Private pile. Been a long, long time. <laughs> Mark's audio is gone. What? What? Uh, anyhow, uh, we are on Instagram. Even you want to get us on Instagram at What's On Joe Mind. Uh, we've also got a uh, 
what you want to call it. We got voicemail. If you want to send us a voicemail, we can do voicemail. We don't get very many of those. I keep renewing the, 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 the number, though. It is 262-515-9656. You send us a voicemail, and if it's actually appropriate, we'll do our best to, to play it. Is the fax machine plugged in? Whoever, you're killing me here, man. I hope it's one of the heat faxes. It's like all rolled up, right? <laughs> we'll print it out and then we'll run some copies on the mimeograph. It's the finest, yes. Uh, that no, way no. we can then sniff it and get high. We are high tech, man, at the Yoju. What's on Joe Mind headquarters, let me tell you. <laughs> Nothing but the pinnacle of technological excellence at the What's on Joe Mind. Call us Compound. on our cell phone. It weighs 10 pounds. <laughs> Hello? Is this thing on? It has 400 buttons because that's what they had when it was the pinnacle of technology. It has a three foot antenna we have to extend by hand. <laughs> I, I remember uh, back in the 80s, my dad won a cellular phone at a Pacers game. And it, it like it was a side bag, like it was a full satchel with a phone yeah. unit in it. And that was that was just that blew our minds. Anyways, that's it for us tonight on the What's on Joe Mind Team Stream Post Sock. Uh, we just listed all the ways you can get a hold of us. We'll catch you next time around. Thanks so much for joining us. Tell your friends. Good night. See you. That's that finger. It's not the other one.